We're Ramones of the Day, and this is Here Today, Gone Tomorrow. Take it away, CJ. One, two, three, four. Welcome to Ramones of the Day, the podcast examining every Ramones song alphabetically from 53rd to the word zero. I am Philip. And I'm Molly. And with us once again is CJ Ramone. Yay! Yeah, thanks. And you yeah. guys. And today we are discussing Here Today, Gone Tomorrow. This is from 1977's Rocket to Russia. I'm... This is still during the period when everything is credited as being written as The, the Ramones. Ramones. But Correct. But I thought this was a Joey song. Do you have any... I believe this is a Joey song. It would um, be hard for me to believe that anybody else wrote this song, but Joey. It yeah, is right? about it is about yeah. heartbreak and a girl. Yeah, yeah. and so, it also has a lot of that romantic depth. Right. Yeah. You know? But D, but but Dee Dee did. Dee Dee wrote "I Want to Be a Boyfriend." That's true. Yeah. I mean, Dee Dee's That's got true. some really good songs. Oh, yeah, yeah. In that vein too, and and I always had trouble kind of discerning because I like to think that I'm. I understand their styles uh, separately, but um, uh, some of the more romantic songs I've had trouble over the years, like trying to figure out that could be the, hmm. could be the two of them together. Well, you figure yeah, it might also be it might also sometimes be like if one if let's say Joey's the more romantic and and than Dee Dee every now and then Dee Dee being the prolific songwriter that he is is probably right. going to pick some of that up sometimes be like I'm going to write a romantic song and, yeah. uh, and kind of yep. do it. Yeah, uh, yeah. The Ramones played this song as a band 85 times. Uh, Which po- is high. Poll of the... Do you think that's... that was That's always our question whenever we get a number on this is, is that higher than we expected or lower? And I'm thinking that's lower considering well, it was from the first three albums. It's lower than I would think from this album, but considering... Like when we talk about songs in general, it's I feel the like they're half. often played a lot less than this. Sure, sure. That's true. It's like there are some songs that you guys played constantly. Right. And then there's some songs that you played a little bit. Then there's some songs that you just played once or not at all. Yeah, like on that one album tour, but that's it. You also have to consider that after 1980, the Ramones didn't play any of any love songs live, period. But uh, as a note, uh, the Ramones played it, I, I think I found it only once with yourself in the band. Uh, and the setlist.fm says that was July 2nd, 1993 in Mexico City. Uh, but you yourself have played this song live a number of times. I don't think that the Ramones ever played that song while I was in the band. Um, oh, I'm going to write them a letter. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think there is any way that you could have gotten Johnny to play that song. Oh, funny. I, wow. I, I am willing to bet that that is a, uh, a typo or... <laughs> Just misreported. Okay. Was the um? Let me think. Yeah. No. There's no way. There's no way we ever did here today, gone tomorrow. No. Oh, you know what? <laughs> I wonder if Joey may have done it. They count those. They, okay. They count the. You know what? That's the type of thing. Is like that. The set. The website that I'm going off of, however authenticated it is, mm-hmm. it includes like. We did one song at Top of the Pops. Yeah. And like that that's part of it. So it might have, right. maybe that's what, but you're saying like, so during your period it was there, but like in the concert, the big stage shows. I no. don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. But you yourself have. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I have played, I've played this. This is one of my absolute favorite Ramon songs. Definitely um, uh, 
of of their um, their love songs or or heartbreak heartbreak songs. Absolutely, one of my favorites. Please tell us what you lo- what you love about it. <laughs> I think that Joey probably sings with more emotional depth in this song than in any other song. That, that when he's singing those oh hoo, hoo, those parts, he just is like really pouring it out in a mm. way that I I don't I just. I don't think there's any other song he really puts that much heart and raw emotion into it. I, I, I maybe there is, and I just haven't gone. It's, yeah, you know, it's if, funny. the The first one that actually came to mind, and maybe it's because we do it alphabetically, but mm-hmm. as Danny says, which yeah. is which is also like it's like on the verge of tears. Mm. But it's right. funny. The part that you keep hitting is is very telling because it's not even words. Yeah, it's yeah. it's an o o o that almost it's. Just so close to boo hoo hoo. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, but, it, but it's but it's yeah. the right side of it, and it yeah. and yeah, it feels yeah. like oh, this is what we're in for. This yeah. is going to be yeah. this, yeah. this didn't it, go well. It, it's all emotion. It has nothing to do with the pronunciation of the words or you know the combination of words. It's all emotion. It's all emotion. And don't you think, in a way, that that's like in the best songs and and especially the best Ramon songs? It's that. That emotional thing, I think, is one of the things that set that band apart yeah. from other bands. Because a lot of people can play fast, and a lot of people can play angry. Yeah, and a lot of punk yeah. bands don't have that much heart, honestly. No, but it's yeah. that, you know? that like, <laughs> yeah. sort of sentimentality, emotion, and, and heartbreak, I guess, it right. feels authentic. And it's part of the reason why you can keep playing it. And I, I, I'm, I'm trying to become a talk show host here. But uh, <laughs> I, Well, I'm throwing it back, because in researching this song, I was looking up live versions, and I found your live versions... And you play it, you've played it with the band, but you also did an acoustic one. I don't know yeah. the other guy's name, um, but it was the ballroom that, sessions thing. Yeah, that's Johnny Two Bags from Social Distortion. It, oh, cool. It was, it was great. And it, but yeah. it was like, it was like the, I don't know how to say it, but it was like the lower version, but still the emotion of like, oh, this, yeah. <laughs> we're going to so cry sad. in our beer. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it really, the, the, the lyrics are very ambiguous too, because he, you know, it's he's ending the relationship for some kind of unspecified transgression, or <laughs> you, you know what I mean? It's like, and it, but it, like the way he he's doing it, it's like so emotional, and I, I just I really I think that probably for Joey really is the height of him, um, uh, of his of. Uh, of him just getting emotion like that across i've to me anyway i it really the, the song to this day the hair on the back of my neck stands up when i listen to it it's great um i found this beautiful um critique of this song from ramon's humming a sick a sickening tune dot blogspot dot com anyway, humming a sickening yeah. tune um I don't know if you ever read this. I never found this blog before, but I just wanted to read this little passage about this song that I thought was really beautiful. It says, um, The Ramones bravely widened their emotional palette and brought in their followers' palettes. Humbly brandishing the few chords and words necessary, the Ramones constructed a monument to the determined, seemingly unlimited power, which could be manifested through minimalism's hidden, stunning strengths. This is where I think gets really nice. <laughs> uh, and the atypical here today, gone tomorrow, as precise as a Japanese haiku, as stark as the rain dampened streets of film noir and as mesmerizing as a meditative mantra man give this yeah. guy the how great. beautiful is that about this so, song so i i actually had some contact with uh 
with that blogger um, okay. a while back when he first started doing it. And he's actually working on doing the entire Ramones catalog. Cool. Well, I loved this. Cr- I mean, I never found, yeah. obviously, he did every song on Rocket to Russia. I just right. read this one. But yeah. I just thought it was a, it, it yeah. made me yeah. really think about this song. Like, in a, yeah. it, I don't know. I thought it was a beautiful critique. This well, was, well, that's, yeah. that's, that's one of the things about the Ramones is, you know, everyone, you know, is like, oh, the Ramones are so crazy. Everything is tongue in cheek and blah, 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 blah. And that's one of the, the saddest parts of the Ramones legacy is the sheer genius of what they did is completely overlooked. People mm. don't understand that Dee Dee Ramone is one of the greatest rock and roll songwriters of all time. So prolific. Totally lost. Totally lost on even Ramones fans. Even a lot of Ramones fans. But I think so, that's getting better. Unfortunately, it's happening after most of the band is gone. I, but I, I, I think they're they're finally starting to be appreciated on the level they deserve. If they listen yeah. to the right shows. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. No, I, but I agree. It, it's... I think it's just it's a weird thing, and I don't know if it's a, if it's an American rock and roll thing or a uh, or what. Uh, a guy that we also met through this show, uh, John Ross Bowie, wrote a play about the Ramones recording with Phil Spector, and there's a great line that he has in there where he has Phil Spector wonder aloud if it's because you guys are a band and not just like a single person, you know, like like Elvis or mm-hmm. Little Richard. And then he actually says, it's funny because it's like, maybe Americans find that too communist. Tell that to your guitar player. <laughs> but, but I wonder if it's things like that, because I think to, the, to like the average music fan, if, you, if someone is a singer, people, I think, tend to believe it's like, oh, that guy writes all the songs. Because right. he, he's saying the words. Mm-hmm. And, and it's obviously not the case. It was like, yeah, Didi's all over the place. Tommy's... Like he made some early contributions and, yeah. and, and it's just, it, it's, it's not that way. And, and so, yeah, yeah I hope that they get their due in that right regard. But you, you actually brought up a couple of important things. Yeah. One, um, and this is something that I've kind of worked at trying to get people to understand. Um, I think it's been, it's not common knowledge, but it's, it's start, people are starting to get it now. Tommy, is the guy who created the Ramones. Hmm. He's the guy. Yeah. He came up with the look, the sound. He told everybody what instruments they were going to play. He is the guy. Without Tommy, there is no Ramones. Hmm. Yeah. There is no Ramones. Well, that's, in finding that out, that's actually what spurred... In, when, we, when we were starting this up and I was coming up with a format, I've always kind of thought the funny... A unique part about the Ramones, which has a lot of unique parts, yeah. <laughs> is that they... There's so many, it's a very democratic split of the responsibility of success where, where, and I don't want to say that, like, I always use example, but like, if you take the Beatles, it's like, if Paul McCartney had some other guys around him, I feel like some of those songs would be okay because he's doing so much lifting. But with the Ramones, he was like, yeah, Tommy was the guy who came up with the idea and seemed to be the responsible party at first. Dee's yep. got hit that element. Johnny's got the got a vision and the drive, and Joey has this heart. And I mean, that's simplified, right. but it's unique. Yeah, it's it very unique. That like, yeah. yeah, you can't. If you remove one, it all crumbles. Yeah, it all falls apart. The, so the the other thing to me that really points to Tommy's genius is who in their right mind would have ever picked Joey Ramone to be a front man? Yeah, <laughs> nobody. <laughs> Who would have put Joey up front representing that band? <laughs> you know, tall beyond tall, 
just just not an, an average looking guy by any stretch of the imagination. You know what I mean? Like just not the He had the, two legs. <laughs> that's pretty average. <laughs> like it, you you look at like like famous front men, right? You look at Robert Plant and then put Joey Ramone next to him. Yeah. <laughs> Except for their height, there ain't much else they got in common. Yeah. <laughs> but it's uh but it's um but that's testament to, to Tommy's, you know, to Tommy's genius. He yeah. really understood um where not just what was happening in music at that time didn't just have an uh a, a real strong idea of what a successful band looks and sounds like he understood all of it as a functioning entity he yeah. understood the whole thing all the aspects of the business the art the sound, the the creative, he understood it all. He totally understood it all, and he fought, he created the Ramones. There's wow. something. There's something. I think Johnny says either in the book or something else where, when he was starting out, he knew like if I want to be in rock and roll, I could go two ways. It was like I could either try to learn and play like Jimmy Page, which just ain't gonna happen, <laughs> or. I figure out something else and and maybe that's part of it with Tommy it was like look we could go out and get like the sexiest dude around to be yep. our front man or go the other way go the complete yeah. other way or you and could find somebody who's maybe pretty average looking yep. you know what I mean but yeah that's yep. the thing is but that you stood out stood out yeah, yeah and also Joey must have had a lot of charm on stage to begin with from the get go yeah. it's not like they had to teach him that stuff I'm sure that was innate from the beginning something. Joey had a a thing where every girl that met him just wanted to take care of him. Yeah. Hmm. He had like a boyishness to him that, yeah. that that girls just loved and were attracted to. You know what I mean? I think most guys dug the Ramones because Johnny and Dee Dee were just like this maniacal pair of bookends that just yeah. went wild. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, and I, I look when I, I experienced it firsthand whenever we played the shows, the girls would all be right in the center, <laughs> right in front of Joey, and yeah. I and I had I always had the hardcore punk kids on my side. CJ, John I'm sure you of, had some girls. Come on now. Uh, a- after the show, plenty. Yeah, We have any more fun? Uh, I feel like we're getting into the opinions of. Yeah, the song I mean, already, I, I but... just want to say I feel like this is a song that's like creating the emo genre you know of music it's like it's like on the early side of that kind of yeah yeah Yeah. this is this is you know over the years of course you listen to music for different reasons right when you're real young you just listen to what catches your ear what you know you get a little older you start get a little more um specific in your tastes and you look for certain things i'm at the point in my life where when i listen to something all I'm concerned with is what does it make me feel? Mm-hmm. That's all I'm, I worry about. What, what does, does the song make, make you feel? Right. And, and, and I've always been a big fan of multiple genres of music. I was never, I'm a metalhead, I'm a punk. I've always liked m- multiple genres of music. I grew yeah. up, started out with country and worked my way all the way up to hardcore and everything else. Now when I hear a song, that's my biggest concern. What does that make me feel? But and I what think does this song make you feel? That this song is just uh, just heartbreak. It's just hmm. so unbelievably like 
you, literally, it makes the hair on the back of my neck stand up when I, when I hear the song. Still to this day, yeah. This song is is what is it? Thirty something years old. Yeah. It's more right? than that. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, it's thirty nine years old. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, thirty. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Still yeah. holds up. Yeah. So, um, so that's you know to me that's the the beauty of of this song is that it really is a timeless timeless classic. It really is. It's a timeless classic. I agree. Um, the thing that I noticed in trying to like study it, which was hard because when I first like came to it, it it grabbed me so much more emotionally than yep. now I'm studying it, right? Yep. And I noticed this time that it was like, first of all, I noticed there's kind of a guitar solo in it. Yeah. <laughs> like that I'm like That never I'm happens. Like, yeah, that yeah. doesn't happen. Uh, but the coolest part and the thing that I really latch on to is it starts out so simply. We get a Tommy one, two, three, four with just the symbol. Mm-hmm. And it starts out that yeah. low kind of crying and it builds and it builds. And then when yeah. the part the part honestly that almost always kills me, because it puts me in the right spot, is after the guitar solo, when Joey comes in and sings again and then he takes like a break and the guitar almost plays what he just said. I'm like, yeah. oh, everybody's doing it. We're all <laughs> yeah. doing it. Yeah. I, yeah. It's it's yeah. It's structured. It, I don't know. It's just kind of amazing to me to try to think about going into constructing songs like that. Mm. How much thought you're putting in. It was like, well, I want to start like this. And then and we're going to intricately bring in. It was like, I just have a hard time imagining 1977 Ramon saying, we're going to intricately blank blank. Mm-hmm. You know, intricately anything. But it's but it plays. It's there. Yeah. Somebody was thinking that. Yeah. And 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 his final statement in the song, someone had to pay the price. That is like, oh, yeah. that just kills me. That yeah. really, it, it really is. It kind of um, it, the the hope, the feeling of like hopelessness or just like giving up. Or it's really really strong in that song. He just really hits it. Yeah. It when, really does. When you when you sing the song yourself. And you might on tour coming up in Europe. Um, yeah. When yep. you sing this song yourself, I mean, how much of that? Obviously, you're going for the emotion of it, but yep. when you started doing it, did you have some thought of like, do I have to like do this like Joey, or do I have to hmm. do this like me? Like, how much of that do you? Does it ever wrestle in your mind and and have to like? No, I'm I'm doing my thing, but I'm honoring the song because I like it. Or what do, What do you? How does that? And I'm going to put you totally in your head, and you'll never do the song again. <laughs> Doubtful. <laughs> Not at all, because I've the the beautiful thing about it is, is I've been doing it. You know, the Ramones are gone for a long time now, and I've been out doing it for so long. I'm to the point now where I do, I do the Ramones songs how I do them. Yeah, and I don't rely on anything conscious to to make me sing with emotion or anything like that. There's already so much emotion attached to the song for me That's that all I have to do is sing it how, you know, just sing how I normally sing and it and it absolutely comes out. There was something that we actually mentioned long ago when we were in the bees. <laughs> uh, I think uh that we were covering Baby I Love You and of course the Ramones did it barely, but you're doing it. And there's a couple yeah. songs like that that was like the Ramones never did this, but CJ's yeah. doing it and I was like that's a brilliant idea because we're like, well, this gem is lying on the floor. Yeah. I'll just yeah. pick this Why up not? and run with it. That's that's been a big part of what I've been trying to do since 2008 is is to remind people of what makes the Ramones great. You great. Know, so I'm you're there. you're going on tour in Europe. Yeah. And um, can you tell us a little bit about you know 
what you're going to be doing in Europe? Are, are you going to be playing off of Ramon's songs or you're, you're doing your own? Yeah, give us the set list. No, so, but I mean, you know. <laughs> I, I do, um, I do, it's almost 50 50, 50% okay. 50% Ramon. So I, you know, I've, I've had people question that and, you know, oh, you're doing your own career. You just got to do your own songs and blah, blah. But, you know, I, part of what I do is I want to keep the Ramones legacy alive. And I'm not saying it's going to disappear without me going out there playing the songs. However, hurt. however, I feel like I'm, I don't do, I don't do what Mark does. I don't do what Richie does. I'm not trying to, you know, remind people of what the Ramones were like live. I'm trying to remind them of what made the Ramones great. Great. When you listen to their records. The harm we do all the harmonies, yeah. we do all the little nice grace notes on the guitar and all that stuff. I love stuff. that like, you appreciate that about the Ramones, you know? Yeah. Cuz that's yeah. what I like about them. I mean, I like all, I like a lot about the Ramones, but you've I had, do love you've had to you've dedicated yeah. years <laughs> to this. Yeah, basically. Probably so so. I'm so so on it. Um I'm sorry, I had something to say, but I lost no, it. No, no, you. I'm sorry, I interrupted. You were no, saying no, no. you like that he does the grace no, no, no. notes and brings those elements because those are the things yeah. that you. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. that's no, no, it's good. You know, to me, that's that's like a, almost like a forgotten. It's like a forgotten thing about the Ramones is how, you know, how great they were on record. Everyone they built their their legend was made live. Yeah, you know, sure. The, the Ramones built them, you know, built their legend with their live shows. That's what they were known for—an unbelievable live band. But that's such a small part of what they were. What and, made them. But even when critics have, you know, a lot to say about certain albums, and even when you yeah. say, oh, you know, the album's in the 80s, blah, 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 I still come to those albums and say, yeah. this is still Absolutely. great music just because Absolutely. it wasn't, it's in there. you know, it's, uh, it's still happening. Yep. <laughs> even if you guys I, are calling some production small, like, I'm well, not hearing that as a fan necessarily, yeah. you know. This is, this is a really um, uh, something that, that proves that out. Um, I think it's brain drain. Brain drain. I'm pretty sure that it's on brain drain. The song uh, "Can't Get You Out of My Mind." Yes, it is. That song comes. Joey's coming close to what he does on here today. Gone tomorrow. the 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 way uh, The way that he's singing that and the emotion that he's singing it with. Of course, it does not match here today. Gone tomorrow. Yeah. But that's not. Um, that doesn't have anything to do with sonically what his voice sounds like i just think that when you're younger you feel a lot more sure right you you feel all of that a lot more yeah and and the older you get the less you know you you naturally get thicker skin and and you don't you're not as willing to dive as deep into the emotional ocean yeah well possibly you you don't take it as personal you know yeah yep i I like i like this game of trying to think like the sister songs to this and one that it, and I think maybe just because it had recently come up somewhere, but uh, is she talks to rainbows? Yeah, is another one where it's like that's really sad. He's yeah. <laughs> it sounds silly, but it's like that's a yeah. Oh, that, she don't talk to me. Or like, no, I mean, oh, yeah. Joey has some really heartbreaking yeah. moments in this band, yep. you know? Yeah, yeah, yep. But th- but that's that's beautiful because that's what life is. Life is not all. Like that's one thing I always had trouble getting by with, you know, with a lot of, of heavier styles of music is everything's angry. Yeah. Everything is angry. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and really it's a, it's kind of like a, um, uh, you're not really doing 
everything you could with that style of music. Like if you listen to Black Sabbath, right? Uh, Black Sabbath's my favorite band of all time. So you listen, you listen to something like Hole in the Sky or War Pigs or one of the heaviest songs, and then you listen to like Planet Caravan, where they where they slow it down and they, you know, they go into like a real trippy feel and Ozzy's voice, you know, they use that cool effect and it, and his, the way he sings that song, it's almost like, it, it, it almost like hypnotizes you. You know what I mean? So I feel like, you know, when, when you get away from, from using the range of emotions in your music, you're overly, you're just, it's, you're, you just become like very one dimensional. Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's very limiting. Unnecessary limitation. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, nobody walks around all day pissed off. Well, some I I guess there's some people that do, but you know, (laughs) and nobody. Hopefully, unless you have real problems, you're not walking around feeling heartbreak all the time. But in music, like the whole thing, point of music is to like share an experience with somebody else that will listen to it and go, "Oh my God, he wrote that song for me." I know exactly what he was saying. He wrote that song for me. That's what you want to get out of your fans when you write a song, you know. So. Myself on my own records, when I write lyrics, I write very to the point, very specific. I say what I want to say plainly, so that when you read the lyrics, you don't have, you're not deciphering anything. Yeah, and it, and people can relate to it. You know, there are other ways to go about it. Some people like to use more a more poetic, uh, you know, approach to it. Chris Cornell from Soundgarden's like that. He's really good at putting together words. You know that that kind of paint the picture but in a very abstract way he's really good at that but for me i'm more straight to the point you know and the 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 good thing about that is so if i write a song telling you that i'm brokenhearted because somebody left me you're going to understand that know it and you will be able to relate to the emotion you know i mean you're going for like that sledgehammer that that sledgehammer effect to the heart that comes with this couldn't be said any other way. Hmm. Exactly. Like exactly. Hmm. Yep. So cool. I'm, I'm going to guess everyone's so-so on this song. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> when are you starting your tour dates in Europe? So we, uh, our first date is in Barcelona on the 30th. We leave next Friday. Well, the of 20th July? Of August, uh, July, yeah. So we're there from um, July 30th, 30th to August 21st. And are you going to be coming back into the States to do some touring after that? October, we'll be doing the West Coast. Hey, okay, yes. great. Hey, Philip. <laughs> hey. We'll be uh, we're doing San Diego, hopefully up to Vancouver. Okay. Cool. Wow. Very cool. Um, yep, yep. I'm, I'm enough, enough of an even retentive person to ask. Sure, yes, please. Like, so I'm assuming CJ's a love. Yes. I am a love, Molly. I'm a love. I'm a love. Okay, and most valuable, Ramon. I would love to give it to you, CJ, but unfortunately, I have to give it to Joey Ramone. <laughs> I, I am as well. Uh, absolutely, probably one of his best vocal performances. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Really, it's really nice. Way up there. Um, any last cracks at this one? No, sir. Thank you. Uh, this was. I just want to state for the record the song that CJ picked to come oh, yeah. uh, be on the podcast with. So I think that yeah. says a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Uh, and you can follow him on Twitter at the. T-H-E-E-C-J-Ramon. You can follow us at Ramon's Podcast. And thank you, and thank you again, CJ, for joining us. Thanks for having me. We will be back next time discussing high-risk insurance on Ramon's of the Day.